Can you believe it? We're getting ready for week three of the Big 12 football season. Welcome in. I'm Pete Mundo on HeartlandCollegeSports.com. As uh, we get you all set for what's going to be not as good as week two, but an exciting week of Big 12 football, hit that thumbs up button on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. We greatly appreciate you doing that. And hit that five star on iTunes, Spotify, or, of course, Facebook Live. Share the video there. So let's get to our underdog lock and bad bet of week three in the Big 12 Conference. Uh, let's start off with my underdog pick of the week in the Big 12. I love Wyoming plus 28 and a half in that game this week against Texas. Why? Well, everybody loves Texas, right? They beat Alabama. They go into Tuscaloosa. Steve Sarkeesian takes down Nick Saban. Oh, the whole world loves Texas. And I do, too. This is not an anti-Texas thing. It's just a little bit of common sense that all, is all this is. Common sense in the sense that, well, the whole world is on Texas. They're coming off the biggest win in college football, possibly what's going to be the biggest win in college football this season. And now they come home. You got Big 12 play starting next week against Baylor. Ho-hum, la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Um, oh, yeah, Wyoming's coming to town. A Wyoming team that beat Texas Tech two weeks ago. All right, you know, kind of slept through their game uh, this past week against FCS Portland State, but it's a well-coached team. It's their first game on the road this year. They got some confidence after beating Texas Tech a couple of weeks ago, and it is very difficult to cover a game by four touchdowns, especially a team that is coached as well as Wyoming's is. So there's a lot to like about how this game sets up for Wyoming to cover a four-touchdown spread. Texas is coming off a high. Um, Steve Sarkeesian coming off a high, knowing he had to, if not win that game, keep that game close to silence a lot of naysayers. So there was a lot at stake last week. And next week, you got Big 12 play starting. They're not going to overlook this Wyoming team because we all know Wyoming beat Texas Tech two weeks ago now. But 28 and a half points, no way. I'm not going near that. So Wyoming plus 28 and a half is my underdog pick in week three in the Big 12. And here's the thing. I think there's a lot of, not a lot, but there's some big money or the wise guy money, the smart money, whatever you want to call it, is on Wyoming. Wyoming's only getting 47% of the bets in this game, based on what I'm seeing. But the line is moving in Wyoming's favor. So they're getting less than 50% of the bets on them, but the line has moved about half a point from 29 to 28 and a half. That tells me there's some bigger money that's coming in on Wyoming in this game. So another reason that I like Wyoming to cover this spread of 28.5 points, and they are my underdog of the week. Now for my lock of the week. This might seem crazy to some of you. And you know what? If I lose this lock of the week, I'm not doing it. I'm not picking this team again as a lock for anything this year. No way, no how. But I am going to go with West Virginia. I've seen it as a pick em and a minus one. But I'm going to go with West Virginia minus one as my lock of the week in the backyard brawl. This is 
the last stand in many ways for Neil Brown. Neil Brown is coaching for his livelihood on Saturday against Pitt. And Pitt is not a very good team based on what we've seen thus far this season. I have been very underwhelmed by what Pittsburgh has brought to the table. And that's not, you know, that's not denigrating Cincinnati, who they lost to last week, but they just didn't look very good in that game. The offense was pretty putrid. Now, I know Cincinnati's got a nice front seven, but that was ugly at many times from the Pittsburgh offense, especially the passing attack. So you combine that with a West Virginia defense that I think is going to bring something impressive to the table. The backyard brawl is back. The first time it's been in Morgantown in years now. And Neil Brown coaching for his life? Neil Brown coaching for his job? I, You know, this team had some moments in the Penn State game early. And then ultimately Penn State just overwhelmed them. But that's a good top 10 team at Penn State. Garrett Green has a chance to break out in this game and prove to us that he is a competent Big 12 Power 5 quarterback. This is his moment. This is Neil Brown's moment. They have to win this game. If not, I've been saying Neil Brown may not make it to uh, Halloween. Uh, he may, may not make it to Columbus Day. Like, that's, that's what this game, he may not make it to the month of October, depending on how this weekend goes. That's what's at stake in this game for Neil Brown. Everything is on the line for him and this team for that matter. So in a pick'em game with everything that's on the line for the Mountaineers combined with the backyard brawl being back in Morgantown and the fact that I like the defense, I think the offense can move the ball against Pittsburgh. I don't like the pit offense, especially the pass game. I am on West Virginia here in this one. And if you have not been to Morgantown for a football game, it is wild. I have never been to Morgantown for a backyard brawl, but that place is going to be bonkers. And considering I was once at a West Virginia football game back in 2016, it was the 2016 last home game against Baylor. I was there with a bunch of West Virginia buddies. And let's just put it this way. When I'm drinking a dirty beer out of a cone at a tailgate, uh, you know the place is pretty wild. When I'm doing that, and then, by the way, they're dumping more beer into that said cone, that filthy cone, as I'm chugging out of the other side of the cone. When I'm doing that, that tells you all you need to know about what a West Virginia football game is like. That place is going to be on fire on Saturday night, and that is also going to play a big role in that game. So my lock of the week, West Virginia. Minus one against Pittsburgh. My bad bet of the week, and I don't like this because I, I, I don't want to be right about this being a bad bet, but I am very concerned about Missouri and Kansas State. So Kansas State um, opened up as a six-point favorite, but the line is changing, and this is why I think K-State minus five is the bad bet of the week. I hope I'm wrong. If you listen to the podcast, I said to Kevin Keatsman earlier this week, who was on my show, that I, I like K-State something like, I think I said 23-17. So I, I, I hope to be wrong about this, but I would not touch it. I think it's a bad bet at K-State minus five. There is an enormous amount of smart money on Missouri. And follow me here. Missouri's only getting 34% of the action. 
but the line has moved from Missouri plus six to Missouri plus four and a half. That doesn't make any sense. K-State is getting two-thirds of the money, but the line keeps moving in Missouri's favor. They want you to bet K-State. When 66% of the bets are on K-State and Vegas is trying to get you to bet K-State, that tells me there's a lot of smart money that's riding on the Tigers this week. So I I am not going to touch that game. It's Big 12 SEC. You know I'm all in on the Big 12 in that game. You know that after Eli Drinkwitz, if you haven't seen the video, go to our website, heartlandcollegesports.com, and find it on the K-State team page. When Eli Drinkwitz, I don't know if the guy's just out to lunch, if he's trying to poke the bear or what, but he's acting like he doesn't know Colin Klein's name, the offensive coordinator. It was just weird. Um, That certainly fueled the fire for Kansas State. But, you know, Missouri has quietly put together a pretty darn good program there under Drinkwitz. He's got talent. Now, whether or not he puts the talent together, I don't know. I mean, what did they do the Middle Tennessee State last week? They barely won the game. But it's a very similar team that almost beat Georgia last year. That, frankly, should have beat Georgia last year. And if you've got the horses to almost beat Georgia last year, Gosh, you got to like a lot about that. But of course, you know, they almost lost to K-State or they got blown out, excuse me, by K-State last year. The same team that almost beat Georgia lost to K-State. What was the score of that game? Like 40 to 12 or something crazy like that? Uh, Yeah, it was 40 to 12. So I just know this. Missouri's got a lot of talent. They're home. They're probably looking for some revenge. They want to get back at K-State for that awful loss in Manhattan last year. And they have the ability and the talent to do it. So I'm just going to stay away from K-State Mizzou at K-State minus five based on those things, plus where the money is trending in that game. I'm Pete Mundo on heartlandcollegesports.com. So appreciate you being here. Hit that thumbs up button on YouTube. That helps us tremendously with the algorithm. I know you probably think it's meaningless, but it actually does matter. So thank you for doing that. And speaking of helping us out, I still have... Heartland College Sports Koozies here. I'm flashing them on YouTube and Facebook Live. How do you get one? Leave a rating and a review on iTunes. Send me a screenshot to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. It's my way of saying thank you for doing this. I want to get to 700 ratings by Halloween. We're at like 670 right now. It shouldn't be tough. That's, what, 35 of you? Just hit that five-star button? Come on. We got thousands listening to this show. Can you be one of those 35? Not a big ask please. <laughs> All right. Now what I'm going to do as well, uh, la- I started this last week, this underdog lock and bad bet of the week. Um, I will give you picks for other games. You guys were asking for my picks in other games. I'll give them to you, but you can't hold me to these. This is just my gut pick based on knowing the conference. All right. But I gave you three picks, underdog lock and bad bet. And by the way, last week I did pretty darn good on these. Last week, my lock was Oklahoma minus 15. I hit that for you. I said, stay away from UCF minus three and a half. That was my bad bet. And by the way, Boise State covered. And um, my underdog was Texas Tech plus seven against Oregon. Now, that was a lock until the pick six in the last minute of the game. Texas Tech was down 31-30, and then Tyler Shuck threw a pick six to end the game. So they lost by eight. So that's a bad beat. But I was almost 3-0 and on these things last week. But that being said, I will give you um, my picks for the rest of the Big 12. That, that way you have them, and you can do with them what you want. 
But no, you can't hold me to these. These are just, you know, me giving you my thoughts here on the games. All right. Um, and only the games, of course, that have spreads. Some of these games don't have lines, like Baylor, LIU. Iowa State, I'm going to go Iowa State uh, minus three at Ohio. I think that the Cyclones will bounce back. Tough loss to Iowa. I know they're going on the road. Iowa's not a bad team by any stretch of the imagination, but Matt Campbell back in his home state on the road. Uh, I like Iowa State to take care of business before opening up Big 12 play. OU at Tulsa. Um, Oklahoma's minus 27.5. Gosh, that's a big number. There's been a lot of drama in Norman. But that being said, uh, I don't think Tulsa's very good. Now, they're hosting OU, but they just got back from a long road trip at Washington. They lost that top 10 matchup by 33 points on the road. Maybe you think that it's a bunch of you know hungry guys who couldn't get into OU's football program that might be fired up, but I think OU's got a pretty darn good offense. I think Jeff Levy's going to want to light up the scoreboard after the drama coming out of that game last week with Art Bryles. Uh, I think OU runs it up. I like OU minus 27.5. Oklahoma State taking on South Alabama. Boy, this is tricky. Uh, I almost made this my bad bet, but I decided just to not touch it. Uh, so the the wise guys, just so you know, the wise guys like South Alabama to cover the seven points. And now you're like, wait, what? In Norm in Stillwater? Yes. The line has not moved. It's Oklahoma State minus seven. And seventy-five percent of the action is on the Cowboys. That's that's dangerous. So I would avoid the game, generally speaking, but I will I'm gonna go with the suckers here. I just think Mike Gundy is going to get a touchdown win or more. I do. I know the smart money supposedly is on South Alabama, but um, I think Gundy's team is not getting enough credit through two weeks, so I'm going to go with uh, the world apparently and take Oklahoma State minus seven. BYU and Arkansas. It's going to be a fun game. Uh, BYU is an eight-and-a-half-point dog at Arkansas. Give me BYU covering on the road. All right? I mean, I, I, I like BYU in this game. Once again, it's not one of my top picks or anything like that. Uh, but I think that you look at this team, and it hasn't been the most inspiring start to the season. The offense was brutal in week one. Uh, defense struggled at times, too, last week against Southern Utah. Slovis had a much-needed bounce-back game. But I'm looking at this game as well, and I'm saying BYU's defense, I think, is closer to what it was in week one. I think they'll play Arkansas within a score here. I like the Cougars to cover the eight and a half points. Um, Houston. I know many people are not going to want to do this, but I'm rolling with Houston plus seven and a half against TCU at home. Houston had an awful loss last week. We all know about how bad that loss was to Rice, but I'm not sold right now on TCU. I think TCU is going to be much better at the end of the season. Once the offense starts clicking a little bit. Um, but the offense has had some questionable moments these first couple of weeks. So Dana Holgerson, first Big 12 game at home, coming off a loss on the road to Rice. That Houston team has to be fired up. I'm rolling Houston plus 7.5 at home in this game. Uh, Kansas has taken on Nevada for the final game of the night. It's a big number. I'm seeing it at 28. Um, I'm rolling Nevada. They're at home. KU's going across, halfway across the country. It's a 9.30 central time start. I, you know, KU will win, but that's a big number. And there's nothing about Nevada that I necessarily 
like or should like. But that spot, late night, on the road, coming off a Power 5 win. Big 12 play starts next week. Uh, Nevada's no good. I mean, they lost to USC by 50 points. Um, was that week one or week zero? But either way, I, that's, a, that's a big number. So I might regret that one, but I'm going to roll with uh, Nevada plus the 28. That's where I'm going on, on, on that one. So those are the other picks. But once again... My lock of the week, West Virginia minus one in the backyard brawl. My dog of the week, Wyoming plus 28 and a half against Texas. And my bad bet, K-State minus five. Don't touch that one as much as I want to. I want to be wrong about that. Don't touch it. I'm Pete Mundo, heartlandcollegesports.com. Subscribe to the show. Hit the like button. We so appreciate you guys doing that. And as always, subscribe to the podcast. Hit the five star on Spotify or iTunes. Enjoy the action. We'll be talking to you soon. I'm Pete Mundo, heartlandcollegesports.com, and join our free message boards, I must say, as well. Just go to the website, top of the link, top of the website there. You'll see Members Forum, free to sign up. And if you are a fan of any of the teams that we have podcasts for, just search Heartland College Sports. We are building out team podcasts. We have a betting-exclusive podcast with a new guy, Jeff Parles, out of Vegas, so just search Heartland College Sports wherever you get your podcast, and you will find every show that we have around teams or around betting as well. So check it out. Search Heartland College Sports anywhere you get your podcasts, and you can find all our shows. Love you guys. Appreciate it. Big 12 season is underway. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.